Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Time once again for Nature Notes with our naturalist son, Jim Gilbert, brought to us by Cardinal Corner and By the Yard Outdoor Furniture. We'll talk with Jim in just moments. Denny Long here. If you want to enjoy nature's entertainment, I hope you see my friends Pam and Lee from Cardinal Corner. They have a huge selection of among other things, squirrel-proof feeders that will attract all kinds of birds for you. They have a spectacular selection of hummingbird feeders and swings as well. So many different types of feeders. They have wind chimes. Uh, you're going to find yourself browsing for quite some time there. Bird baths, beautiful selection that you won't find anywhere else. And, of course, they have the freshest bird seed around. And they also have a monthly newsletter. We'd like to tell you about that. All you have to do is subscribe online at cardinalcorner.com. They have with that newsletter all kinds of tips and stories. Again, cardinalcorner.com. Stop in, see Lee and Pam. They're in West St. Paul, Butler and South Robert location. Amy happens to be at the Newport Center. Call them, 651-455-6556, or again, online at cardinalcorner.com. You're going to find that Cardinal Corner really is more than just a birdseed store. Good morning, Jim, and welcome back. You have to tell everybody where you and Sandy were. Well, yeah, I will. How about the, well, let's do some of the other things first. Sure. We'll get to that. You know, um, beautiful, uh, beautiful morning in a lot of respects because we've been gone 11 days, and it's so it's dry. It's really dry. Big time, yeah. And, and yet, when I'm outside this morning, and feeling the southeast wind about 10 miles an hour at 70 degrees overcast. I have this hope. I know we don't want it to rain in anyone's picnic, but, but you know what? We really need the moisture. Yep. It's just a good soaking rain. Maybe late this afternoon. It's never convenient for anybody, but you know, or in this e- this evening, but we could sure use it. We're um my 70 degree reading courses in our yard on the Northwest side of Lake Waconia, about 30 miles west of Minneapolis. I, I'm not hearing a lot of, of bird music. I heard um, a couple of American goldfinches and, and a couple of blue jays, and but I still heard a, a black field cricket singing away and a snowy tree cricket. Didn't have my watch with. With a snowy tree cricket, they go like D D D D, and if I count the number of of chirps in 15 seconds and add 40, that gives you uh, pretty close to the temperature in degrees Fahrenheit. Sunrise this morning was 6:20, and set. It was set tonight at 8:13. So today in the Twin Cities area, we have 13 hours and 53 minutes of daylight. We have lost 20 minutes of daylight since last Sunday, and a total of one hour and 43 minutes of our precious daylight has been lost since. I shouldn't laugh about that. Since June 21st. And, of course, that's the solstice when summer began in the northern hemisphere. We're still with, with we're still normal high, 80. We've been well above that the last few days. As I can see, our sun's been collecting records here for us. But um, 
80 is a normal high day, 62 is a normal low. Records for today, August 19th, which happens to be our grandson's 19th birthday. That's Lucas, who lives in, in Watertown, Lucas Gilbert. And um, high, record high, 97. Said 42 years ago, uh, 1976. A record high, 97. Record low was only 39. And that was set in 1967, uh, 51 years ago. The most rain we've ever received on this date happened 21 years ago, 1997. 3.19 inches of rain fell on the Twin Cities. So after this, um, you know, fairly long dry cold spell, we sure could use some, some moisture. The waxing gibbous moon rises at 3.32 this afternoon and will set tomorrow morning at 1.11. We have our next full moon coming up next Sunday, August 26th. Lots of things happening outdoors right now. Both great and common ragweeds continue to shed much pollen into the air from their green flowers. It's not the... Not the goldenrods we see out here that are causing hay fever symptoms, but it's these these green flowers. And uh, these plants probably account, that is uh, great and common ragweeds, probably account for more than, probably more hay fever symptoms than all other plants put together right now. The best time to see a lawn in Minnesota and Wisconsin is between August 15th and September 10th. So let's wait for the rains to come before you do that. Um, the warbler migration is well underway. Uh, such warblers as the black and white, yellow, and Tennessee are among those moving through. Now, insects that sing through the night include snowy tree crickets, cone-headed grasshoppers, katydids, common black field crickets, and, and more. I'll get into that a little bit later. Morning doves continue nesting. They're recurrent nesters, so sometimes nest three times in a summer. Late second broods of barn swallows are fledgling. That means leaving their nests. Between about 5 and 8 p.m., open flocks of common nighthawks. Now, these are dark-colored birds with long-pointed wings and white wing patches. We see them gliding, uh, diving, circling, feeding. They're feeding on insects in the air and definitely heading south. Danny, I, the information I've been using so far um, on sunrise, sunset, weather history, um, astronomy, the phenology about plants and animals and so on, um, is from the Freshwater Society's Minnesota Weather Guide Environment Calendars. The 2019 editions of both the wall engagement calendars will soon be available in many book, gift, and wild bird stores throughout Minnesota. This is the 42nd year for the Minnesota Weather Guide calendar. That's hard to believe. Wow. I know. I know, especially since I helped write each one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Started when I was very young. Okay, today um, I will be doing Nature Notes at the McLeod County Fair in Hutchinson at 1 and 3 p.m. in the Legacy, on the Legacy stage 
in the commercial building. Now, after speaking, I'll be at it's just a small table near the stage, and we'll have copies of the new, just off the press, 2019 editions of the Minnesota Weather Guide calendars for sale. Also, um, look for the 2019 editions of the Minnesota Weather Guides at the Freshwater Society booth in front of Care 11 Pavilion, that's that red barn, across Nelson Street from the Minnesota DNR Park at the Minnesota State Fair. I'll be there opening day. That's this coming Thursday already, August 23rd. I'll be there from 10 to 2 to sign weather guides. I have a lot of neat reports from people. Uh, Art and Barb Straub uh, from LeSueur have been doing, and they're, they're involved in what they call a, a chimney swift count. And uh, each evening they go out by Old St. Anne School, New St. Anne School, and other places. Um, in uh, in Lesur, and uh, the last report I've got is from the 15th of August, and they counted 423 of these. I call them cigar-shaped birds. They're dark-colored with long-pointed wings, and they're gathering in this chimney, and that's in preparation for uh, their their trip uh, to. Um, to South America for the winter. They sent me a picture of chicken of the woods fungus, which is now maturing. They're orange and oh, light, light yellow in color. It's so interesting because I saw the same thing like that in Finland just the other day. I'll talk more about that too. And they sent me a picture of this garden spider. It's a pretty large spider. Um, yellow and black, non-poisonous, of course. And then um, the the tussock moth caterpillar, which you often see on, and they're quite numerous this year, on milkweed leaves. Along, of course, if you look for some of the larvae or caterpillars of the monarch butterfly. Uh, Jim Hovda reports from the shore of Little Rock Lake near Rice in Benton County tells us that that uh, the blooming native Joe Pie weed is very popular with nectaring monarch butterflies. He saw as many as nine monarchs at one time on a clump of Saint of of Joe Pie weed uh, just a couple days ago. Last night in the air I heard and it, it was just full of insects. I don't know if you're out in your deck last night or anything, Denny, but just every place I went last night which wasn't that many places, but several different places. The insect chorus was just tremendous. I guess typical of a warm August evening. But anyway, I've made a list of what I heard. Snowy tree crickets, Carolina ground crickets, uh, black horn tree crickets, black field crickets, and I'm sure cone-headed grasshoppers and katydids were also calling, but the others are so loud I couldn't hear them in our neighborhood. It was just unbelievable last night. Captain Rob Herring from Optimum Fishing Charters out of Barker's Island at Superior, Wisconsin, reports that the surface temperature of Lake Superior yesterday morning, three miles out from from uh, Superior in Duluth, was 66 degrees. That's pretty warm. But down 40 feet, it was 57, and down 60 feet, 52 
They continue to fish for lake trout. Keith Radel from Faribault is spending a few days um, at Pokegama Lake at Grand Rapids and reports that the water temperature is a warm 79 degrees. I think that's real typical. Um, water temperatures now in the upper 70s, maybe even 80 in a few lakes. Diane and Dave Herring, who live near Waterville, report um, still Baltimore is coming to sugar water feeders. On Wednesday, August 15th, Diana saw corn being cut for silage, but that, this was in Knoxville, Iowa, about 30 miles north and a little bit west of Des Moines. At their farm near Waterville, galls are now noticed on the stems of Canada Goldenrod, which, by the way, is in bloom. And Diana has been finding monarch eggs under the leaves of some of the common milkweeds. Ray and Marlene Simon, who live on the edge of Northfield, report seeing a pair of sandhill cranes not far from their home. Lots of swallows lined up on utility wires as they stage for migration. And honeybees, they have 10 hives. Tiny bees are active on the flowers of wild cucumber, Canada goldenrod, and Joe pieweed. Yesterday, Ray watched a ruby-throated hummingbird. It was perched on a power line, and it flew out like a flycatcher, caught a fly right out of the air, and, of course, went back uh, to uh, and perched on the wire. Marlene continues to collect monarch eggs and caterpillars. Right now, she has 14, no, four, four caterpillars, 16 chrysalids, and recently released two more adult monarchs. I know people who do that, too. It's a lot of fun, I guess. Yes, it is. And to watch this life cycle right in front of you. Oh, I tell you, well, uh, let's talk a little bit. You mentioned the State Fair, and you know who's going to be there, of course. By the yard. Uh, (laughs) This is such a great time. What building will they be in? Um, The Merchandise Mart, as usual. Uh, This CCO Land Company that Jim and I tell you about every week, that's all, all they do. They just make this maintenance-free outdoor furniture. They do it better than anybody else. And and over 300 maintenance-free outdoor items we, we you can check out. We'll get to your website uh, and get that color catalog. But if you're heading to the fair, the Merchandise Mart is where you want to go see uh, the by the yard. You don't have to get these great deals, though, as you know, Jim. You don't have to go to the fair to get the – everybody can get the same deal. Just request that catalog. Uh, go online. You can check out what Jim and I tell you about uh, every year, every day, every week. Uh, this is such great furniture. Mine still looks new after about 15, oh, ours 18 too. years. Ours too. Yeah, absolutely. After 10 years or more. <laughs> and they, as I said, they've been in the business, I think it's over 23 years now. So check out buytheyard.net. See what Jim and I tell you about this great uh, furniture you never have to store. You leave it out year in, year out. It's got a 35-year warranty. Best patio furniture your money can buy. See you at the fair at the Merchandise Mart or get online at buytheyard.net. Jim, we have about four minutes to go. Okay. Sandy and I have been on a trip the last 11 days. Um, the Iceland Air Jet, we were on landed at MSP International soon enough last evening so we could see the orange-red tones of the sun due to the smoke in the air coming from Canada. As our son Christian drove us home to Waconia, we saw the orange-red tones of the moon. The nine-day uh, trip that Sandy and I were on was a cruise, and it was, it, it was called uh, Scandinavia, Russia, 
and the Baltic cruise. It was from Copenhagen, Denmark. We were on the Norwegian cruise line ship called Breakaway. The ship, more than a thousand feet long, had 18 decks. We were two of 4,200 passengers on board, and the crew consisted of about 1,800 people from 60 different countries. We heard so many different languages there because a lot of the travelers were from Asia, um, the Middle East, all over Europe, but it, it was great. Yes, we saw many gulls, including a great black-backed, the herring gull and others, wagtails and hooded crows and many more species. I'll just go over just a, a few of the stops we made. Uh, Copenhagen, where we started out, tree-lined highways. These are just some of my impressions here. Um, they have wind towers. They produce electricity, you know, offshore producing electricity. Lots of people were we using bicycles for transportation. We noticed that in, in each city. Copenhagen um, is where we began our cruise, and then we visited the German port city of Varnemunde. And there we took long walks, mostly along the harbor and canals, and saw hundreds of, of sailboats, lighthouses, a beautiful sandy beach the, uh, right on the Baltic Sea, and, of course, the quaint old city square. Uh, then we went to Tallinn, Estonia, a well-preserved old town um, part that we we were in. Uh, the wall around it was built between 1400 and, uh, and into the 1600s. And along the outside of the wall, they have gardens that's just beautiful, beautiful gardens featuring geraniums, begonias, um, you know, many other flowers that we'd see around here. We saw um, a pharmacy that had been in use since 1422. Some people went in to check it out and get some things they needed. We we looked at a couple of old churches. One has been holding services since 1278, and the steeple of that one rose 169 meters, making that the highest building in the world at that time. Um, we went to St. Petersburg, Russia, uh, founded in 1703 by Peter the Great as a port city. And, of course, this was the home of the Tsars and the capital of Russia for, for 200 years. We visited on shore excursions the Summer Palace in Pushkin, and then we went to the Winter Palace also, which makes up part of this great art museum called the Hermitage. And that was, uh, oh, the artwork's unbelievable. In Helsinki, Finland, uh, I saw a flock of barnacle geese at a park honoring the great Finnish composer Sibelius. Uh, we were a bit more than 60 degrees north latitude at that time. We were enjoying 15 hours, 40 minutes of daylight. Unbelievable. They, but they had already lost two hours of daylight. Uh, in the city were parks with, with forests of pine, spruce, birch, and we did see ripe Finnish apples, and bright orange fruit on European mountain ash. Uh, I should say, too, the Baltic Sea water temperature was in the upper 60s. And the, about the whole time we were gone, we were in temperatures in the 60s, and it was quite dry. Um, in Stockholm and in the countryside, I should just mention the countryside, one of the things I really enjoy about Sweden is, is 
seeing all the islands, and then this countryside made up of red and white, red red buildings with white trim, put it that way. We stopped, we were in Iceland yesterday, where all electricity is generated from renewable sources, such as falling water, um, heat from the earth, uh, forces of the wind. Uh, there aren't a lot of trees in, in Iceland, but the stark landscape is full of natural wonders, such as hot springs, glaciers, saw these glaciers, just unbelievable. Yesterday afternoon, it was windy and 13 degrees Celsius, which is 57 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow, I bet you that felt yeah. fresh, huh? Yeah, it sure did. But you know what? Pretty much the whole time we were we were in um, the northern part of Europe, the temperatures uh, were in the 60s. 60s, comfortable. Just, yeah. Well, Jim, we have to go. We're out of time. And uh, come back again next week, and we'll have more Nature Notes. Okay. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Jim Gilbert back next uh, Sunday morning here on 830 WCCO. We'll have a look at that forecast and then get those health questions ready for Dr. David Hilden. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.